Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online. A friendship of two boys is tested to its limits as they battle for survival during the Kosovo War. Based on true events, shock is set in the escalation of the Kosovo during the time it was occupied by Serbia. The two young Kosovan boys, Petra and Oki, are best friends. After Oki buys a bike, Petra is desperate to have one of his own. And we're going to leave it there because this is a compelling, very um, well-done film about the the war that goes back in the 90s. That we're, we're very familiar with the Serbian-Kosovan War. But this is told from a, uh, a very personal level, um, very intimate story about these two boys, this friendship between these two boys. And we're joined today by the director, Jamie Donahue, and by one of the actors from the film, Ezrif Dormishi. Welcome to Film School. Uh, thank you for having us. Thank, thank you. you so much. Well, first of all, uh, this is a film that comes from a true story. What is the origin or who wrote the, the, the story? I, I wrote the story, and it's based on three true stories uh, about friends of mine that happened in Kosovo. Uh, one of the stories in particular is based on Eshref's life. Eshref, um, so obviously this is a very personal part of your life. Tell us a little bit about um, the circumstances surrounding it. Yeah, this is um, yeah one of the parts in the film is based on my true, true life, and um, it's the part, particularly the part in the, the scene on the bus, when they are children, when the boys are going to school, and they they get stopped in the checkpoint by the police, and they begin um, they be maltreated from them because they are going to school in Albanian language. Because at that time it was not allowed to go to school in Albanian language because they closed all the schools and the university and um, uh, television and newspapers and everything. And who wanted to go to school? They needed to go in certain languages. Uh, but uh, there were a lot of people that they uh, made like secret school, so they turned the horses into the school, so just people don't stop going to school. And um, in that time, I was going to the secret school, secret schools, and um, yeah, I got uh, questioned by the police, and um, he hit me because I was going to school and I didn't speak uh, any Serbian. This is amazing. It's a um, really remarkable story in that, uh, on one level. It probably wasn't as, uh, I mean, it was an, probably an unusual set of circumstances that you found yourself in during that obviously very turbulent time uh, in your countries. Um, so, but at the same time, uh, through your words and through Jamie's direction, it's told in a very understandable, relatable, and, and harrowing story. Uh, Jamie... How did you come to the material? What was the sort of, how did you find out about this story? Well, I knew very little about Kosovo to start with. And in 2010, I visited the country for the first time for a few days. And the Icelandic volcano erupted, meaning that I actually got stuck in the country for five weeks. But in that time, I began to meet people. And I, had, I actually had an incredible time. And they began to teach me about what had happened in the war. Um, and I just couldn't believe what happened less than 15 years ago, basically on our doorstep. Um, one of one of the actual hardest things was that everybody in Kosovo is harboring these stories and has lived through this. And it was actually very difficult to choose which stories to tell. However, I felt that my biggest challenge really was to try and relate an audience 
into these circumstances that the majority of us know very little about. So I use the trigger of um, examining this through children and through through uh, childhood and two best friends. It is what it is a part of our history. the The world is very familiar. Well, the it's a story. It was a war that a lot of people were aware of, but there was, I think, some confusion on the part of people here, at least here in the United States. It seemed a war that we didn't quite understand the dynamics involved, and it was difficult to figure from the perspective of America who who was doing the right thing and not doing the right thing. Um, Ezra, how would you describe the dynamics of the war? Um, the dynamic of the war, so it's like um, Mexico, they didn't let uh, going so far like they let it in Bosnia, but they, they stopped it before. Because even that, it was a bit, a bit, a bit late because already there were like millions of people um, uh, uh, like massively, they they made to to left the country. So there was more than one million Kosovo Albanians if they were forced to left uh, the country. Mm-hmm. Then then um, it was yeah. But then um, uh, at that time it was like Tony Blair and um, Bill Clinton who decided to to start bombing and the NATO start bombing the Serb uh, the troops and they stopped the genocide. Main reasons there was. There was such confusion as well. With, uh, looking back at it, was control of the media as well that the, we were only hearing certain sides of what was going on, um, and uh, things escalated to such a degree that they never, never should have happened. But obviously, what was happening over there uh, needed to be addressed, and it was um, it was the right thing for both America and Britain to go in and put a stop to this. I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Jamie Donahue and. Ezra Dormishi. About this film, Shock, it's an Academy Award-nominated live-action um, film. There are going to be a number of screenings uh, coming up this week. Yes, the screening across LA that are with open screenings to the public, and I think there's also screenings in New York and San Francisco as well. Yeah, so if, if, it, if someone was interested in, uh, in attending these, they can go to... Um, all the shorts have been hosted by Shorts HD. Okay. Um, so if you go if you go onto their website, you'll be able to see a full list of programming or type uh, anything to Google with regards to live action shorts for the Academy Awards. Yeah, and that that's uh, Shorts International is a is that an actual um, outlet for short films. It's a twenty four hour station that if you have Directv, I know it's on Direct. I'm sure it's on a lot of different platforms um, for you to be able to watch. And they are fantastic about promoting uh, these uh, these films. And certainly, as we are heading into the uh, the Academy Award weekend, they're fantastic opportunities to check this out here in Los Angeles. Appropriately on Monday, that would be February 15th, the Museum of Tolerance is uh, screening it. I believe 7:30, and you'll both be there uh, for that. So that looks great. That's for the Los Angeles area, and, yet, and as you said, go to Shorts International and check it out. There are, are places that you could that if you're in New York or San Francisco, you can also attend some of these screenings. Um, well, tell me a little bit about casting, uh, Jamie. Uh, the, obviously, the two kids are uh, the uh, the most prominent part of the film. What went into the casting? Um, 
of these two two young boys? I think in any film or project, casting children is extremely difficult, but obviously with an extra challenge in Kosovo. Um, there aren't many drama schools, there's no casting agents, there's no official ways to go through anything. Um, and what we actually did was we, uh, we did it quite simply. We used Facebook um, and we put out a call um, to everybody uh, across Kosovo and passed the message that we were looking for two children for this film. And we had everybody send in different headshots and we looked through there and we cut it down to around about 50 children that we brought in for audition. We knew of Andy Bygora beforehand, he, who played Oki. He'd done a few very small short films, but we saw something in him and thought it could be right. Lundacelli, who played Patrick, had never acted before. Um, but from the second that he walked in, he was absolutely fantastic, and we knew we'd cast him there and then. Both the children are just natural-born actors and really brought something to the part more than more than the script even gave them, and uh, there was a level of maturity there that is very rare to see children. And it was good because we were working with Jamie like for 10 days, we had the house with them because they are, they, are, they are children born after the war, so they didn't know it a lot about the war. So um, we were trying to explain them a lot of different situations, uh, how it was to live through this uh, moments and stuff like that. And then when they were really, really good um, good students, and when we were in the staff, they were just like amazing. Yeah, they're terrific. They really are both... Uh, the, the the dynamic between them, they just seem very natural in terms of their performance and their interaction. Um, it's, it, it really did a great job with them and, and in the direction of them as well. And that's an interesting point you bring up, being born after the war. So the, 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 the context for the understanding of that experience, uh, it, it feels like, well, just, I, and it's, this is in the direction and in the script, but it just feels like a very true to the uh, the time and the place that they that they were um, in their performance. Where was uh, Shock shot? We, finding the right location um, was quite a time-consuming thing. I mean, there's, in Kosovo at the moment, obviously a lot has happened since the war and a lot of places have been built up. So we needed to find somewhere that was indicative of the late 90s. Um, luckily, we found a place called Tonelli Park which is on the outskirts of Mitrovica, which is where Eshref is from. And this place has not been touched since the late 90s. And everything that was shot was shot within around a two-mile radius of this town. Um, also, what we did was every place that we shot a scene, um, this had actually happened at those exact locations. Wow. So, for instance, where the checkpoint scene happened, this was a Serbian checkpoint. Um, and where the Archon raid happened, this was shot in a house where a raid had actually occurred. So we tried to keep it as authentic and true to the history of Kosovo as possible. Ezra, in your, uh, your play uh, Dragon in the film, um, what was it like for you preparing for this role? What, what was sort of in your mind as uh, what you were hoping to accomplish in, in playing Dragon? It was just... Um, um, when I got towards the role, like I got a bit shocked from uh, from that because I didn't accept it to to play that role. Uh, but then I just had my flashback in my life, and in the moment when I was like maltreated from that police officer in that time when I was 14, and um, I was just like uh, trying to find how 
how powerful was was the police in that uh, that moment, and I just like um, so I knew to to how to bring it from inside. Yeah. To, to powerful the fear to their boys that they are uh, that they are unprotected and without any power. Well, what I found in 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 the performance that, uh, was that there is. Um, there's a bit of the humanity, a, a little bit in, in the initial interaction with uh, Petrit, and then, then as the as the story unfolds, it was just an interesting to see how it, subtly the character that you play uh, is follows orders and 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 any sort of any connection in an emotional level, you know, wasn't there because he had something he had he was ordered to do, but. It was a very the whole thing. Everyone in this film, the, throughout it, the casting um, is uh, is excellent. Everyone, it's just a, this is a, a very powerful. I don't think I've really given it the due. It's a very powerful film. Um, in 21 minutes, uh, you develop a story, backstories, history, and the history lesson, the very intimate history lesson that you get from Shock is uh, is one that'll stay with me for a long time. What is the reaction? Um, has this film screened um, in Serbia, Croatia? Has it has how, how many people have seen it that had that were directly impacted by this terrible war? They have, um, <clears throat> we we show it in Kosovo. Yeah. During that Jakovac in prison, and we show it twice in in, uh, in Pristina, but we still didn't show it in in other uh, or and we showed it as well in Albania. Okay. We still didn't show it in other uh, ex-Yugoslavian countries like Serbia, Montenegro, or um, Croatia, okay. or Bosnia. And the reaction in Kosovo, they were like uh, very good. In the beginning, uh, me both, me and Jamie, we were really uh, nervous showing that in Kosovo because we didn't know it if it's the right, right time to show this film about the war and um, how the people going to be, uh, their reaction going to be. We didn't know it. But then we, we, we show it in prison in a dark fest, and um, it was great. The reaction of the people, like it was like after the screening, uh, it was just a silence. Nobody was talking, and um, yeah, we didn't know it <laughs> if it's good or not. And then after a while, so a lot of people who came to us and uh, to congratulate us, and they said they just needed to have a break after the film. So just like they had it all the flashbacks in their life, and yeah. many of them were just like, "What they've seen in film?" They said, "Oh, that happened to me. That ha what happened to my father. That happened to him. To you know." And everybody was like living through it, and um, they thanked us that we did um, the story to we tell the story, and um, they are really thankful that the story is going to go across the world, and everybody's going to see it. On a uh, on a lighter subject. Uh, both of, I assume that you'll both be in town for the Academy Awards coming up on the 28th. Is that right? Yes, we're, we're here all month. We're, we're using this entire month to promote not only the film, but the awareness of the Balkan region as well. So we will be here until after the Academy Awards. Well, very good. I, uh, it, again, Once again, the film is shock, and the, it is an Academy Award-nominated live-action short film. Uh, one of five every year the Academy honors live action documentary and animated short films and uh, this year it and they're usually exceptional films and this year certainly uh, can be counted among them this is a again a very powerful film 
uh, and uh, I my congratulations to both of you, Ezra, for your Thank writing you and, and for your skill uh, as an actor, and uh, Jamie uh, Donahue. Thank you so much for for uh, your time today. Appreciate it, and we'll look forward to more. Thank you very much for having us. Thank, Thank you. you very much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.